Coffee Matter. All right, friends, welcome to another edition of the Coffee Matter podcast. Hopefully, you are doing well on the other side of the speakers. And thank you so much for joining us this evening, this night, this morning. It doesn't matter because you listen to the podcast at the time that is convenient for you, and I appreciate you doing so. Don't forget that if you uh, want to listen to any episode, you can listen, you can catch episodes on SoundCloud or iTunes, and all of them are there as we are approaching episode number 50. So a big thank you to everybody that listens, and obviously a big thank you to Ed and all the staff here at Eco Cafe, and obviously also a big thank you to all the guests that have come through as we um, as I get to in this journey, right, where I get to meet different people that do different things, and I get to talk to them, and uh, I get to share that conversation with you on the other side of the speakers. As far as music today, well, today's music is going to be brought to you by Drew Chester. You can catch Drew Chester on social media. And uh, if this was regular times, uh, you'd probably be able to catch him at, um, he plays a lot at uh, Block 3 across the street here from Mika Cafe in St. Jacobs, does live shows, but who knows, who knows how long we're going to have to wait for live music to, uh, to return to, to what it used to be uh, just a few short months ago. Uh, today's guest is Rochelle, she is the owner of um, Spoil the Dog Bakery, and uh it just sounds like a really awesome job because you get to make this really good food and you get to hang out with dogs all day, right, Rochelle? Like, that is, how awesome is that? It's wonderful, yeah. How many dogs do you think you've seen in your oh career? Like, are you in the thousands, you think, or in the hundreds? Like, how many do you think? I think in the thousands. Really? It's been 15 years. Yes. 15 years. Yes. And every day, people are bringing in new puppies, older dogs. Yeah, we see them all, guide dogs. We see a lot of the new guide dogs in training and... Yeah. You get to see them all. It's a good job that way. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Because yeah. dogs, especially if you love animals, mm-hmm. they just bring you such a, they just bring you such joy, and they just make you happy. And uh, and probably like you, you've seen so many. You've probably seen every breed. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> if there, could you think of a breed that you don't really see, but you would like to see more of? Well, there is some odd, um, different mixes now that come in, and. Um, Totally new, totally new. Um, a lot of times people didn't bring their dog with me, with them, but they will show me the picture of their dog. And, yeah. One of the things that's really uh, amazing about your store is that if you didn't know that those streets were for dogs, you would think they were for humans because they look so good. They look like, you know, any kind of pastry you go to at, at a bakery. Like, uh, and, and I feel like, man, those are lucky dogs, the ones that get to eat those streets, right? Yeah. Are for special occasions. Yeah. But then we have our basic treats too that are limited ingredients and they're for dogs that have allergies because there's so many that do. Yeah. So we just keep them simple and uh, keep it tasty, I guess. Yeah, for them, we have eh? a little taste testing table too when the dogs come in. It's just right at their height so they can go and check it out and try whatever. whatever. All of them or one of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting that you mentioned allergies because how new do you think the phenomenon of dog allergies is? Is that something that people have been aware of for a long time or are people more aware of those allergies, you know, in, in a more recent time? I think it's getting, it's in, in the more recent times for sure. Yeah. After people started having allergies, then all of a sudden it seemed that it was catching up to the dogs too, or people were noticing that their dogs had a weed allergy, just like a human. Mm-hmm. Because if you pay attention to food in general, whether the food that you eat for yourself or the food that you give animals, you start to see some interesting ingredients in sort of the the, the food that you, you buy at a, at a regular pet store or the grocery store. And a lot of that food is not really that healthy. 
That's right. And a lot you, of our food too. Yeah. yeah the food in you general. Look at all the ingredients and you don't even know what half of them are. Mm-hmm. That's why we keep it as simple as we can. And people like that because they know what everything is between yeah. the treats. Yeah. And some people do eat them. I get emails all the time telling me that they needed wheat free. And so, yes, they buy the variety pack with all the flavors. And, For themselves. And have it in their car to snack on. Yeah. Wow. But so they're, they're, they're hard. Yeah. And they're dry. So you have to have strong teeth for that, eh? <laughs> and something to drink. teeth for them. Yeah, and something. And, and, I, and I would imagine you would, you would need some sort of drink, right? Yes, they're so dry. Yeah. Yes, they are. The dogs don't mind, but yeah. people, it's really not, you know. Like, see, I, I thought that maybe somebody, you know, like you were with a group of friends and you sort of dare somebody to, to try them, but to buy them on purpose, that's, that's yeah. different. <laughs> but I mean, whatever. I mean, I mean, it, they're healthy. So it's not like, I think that if you didn't know that they were meant for dogs, you probably wouldn't have so much of an issue because a lot, I find that a lot of the times, um, things that we like as humans, it's not necessarily, uh, it's a lot to do with how we how we see it in our brain, the psychology behind it, right? That's you see sure. a new food and you're like, oh, I don't want to eat that. Um, but it, maybe you're missing out on some great tasting food. And if you can get rid of that part of uh, looking at it in a, in a gross kind of way, mm-hmm. you would enjoy it, right? That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, we got lots to, to talk to because, um, well, it's 15 years of experience. So I'm sure you have a story or two or three okay. uh, to share to share with our listeners. So we're going to take a little break, but let's get to the music. Like I said, my friends, today's music is brought to you by Drew Chester. And you can check out uh, his social media pages. And don't forget that if you... Uh, especially around these times, if you're able to do so, support local businesses, support local musicians, uh, because it's been, you know, it's a struggle every day and um, your, your help could be, could be very valuable. So let's get to the music. When we come back, we'll keep on chatting. You're listening to the Coffee Matter Podcast. Don't you dare go anywhere. Signal is coming low 
friends, welcome back to the Coffee Matter podcast broadcasting from Eco Cafe in the heart of St. Jacobs. And you haven't been here, you should do yourself a favor and come uh, check it out. The people here, the staff will treat you really well and their products are, are amazing. The coffee smells good. If you don't like coffee, that's okay. They'll set you up with tea and it's summertime. So they got all kinds of cool drinks and tasty beverages for your enjoyment, ice cream, all kinds of stuff, like I said. And uh, you can't come sit inside yet, but they have a window that it's uh, you can just walk up and then they have tables outside so you can uh, uh, bring your group and uh, you know sit with them and obviously always uh, keeping in mind that you have to keep uh, your distance from people two two meters apart. So uh, COVID nineteen obviously has hit everybody in a, in a different way. Uh, how has it been for you personally for your business? Because you know you run a business that obviously has some rules I had to change, some limitations. How hard has it been COVID-19 for you? Well, it's been a real journey, actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when we closed our doors, everyone thought it was for a couple of weeks, and obviously not. Um, I got onto Shopify and started selling online because I, I could still do curbside, but a lot of people couldn't do curbside. And I wholesale, so I was still wholesaling to almost 40 stores, so that kept me busy. But I didn't have any staff, so... I was pretty worn out, actually. (laughs) You needed lots of coffee to keep you awake. (laughs) But um, it's been good. I mean, we've been supported locally so, so well. I thought maybe after 15 years it was actually going to fizzle out and I was done. But I keep giving away gifts to people and saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Because, uh, yeah, locally we were supported. Locally, as far as Toronto, outside of Toronto area, people ordering and people still ordering. So... It's great to be online now. I hadn't thought of it before, but obviously that's the direction it took us in and it's working really well. Yeah, a lot of businesses sort of seem to be going yes. in that direction, right, online, yes. and, and maybe that's just the way of the future. Sometimes you have to sort of push yourself and just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that uh, I was reading about is that one of the things that COVID made people do, some of them, was to get animals. Yes. They were in quarantine. They didn't know what to do. And they started getting more animals. So now there's a lot more people Coming with dogs. Coming to my store. <laughs> Coming to your store <laughs> to get treats for their dogs. That's right. Do they yeah. treats? Do you make them yourself or do you have somebody else making them? I we all I have staff helping me too. Right. Because we are shipping out orders all the time to the stores. And the store actually has gotten quite busy. So I'm meeting a lot of new puppies. Yeah, a lot of 11 weeks, 11 weeks, 11 weeks, it seems I'm seeing these puppies come in. So 
the new ones. Fresh out of the puppy oven. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember uh, puppies more or people? Uh, I, the only reason why I ask is that because sometimes when I walk my dog, I walk my dog every day and we go for long walks. And, you know, he's like a superstar. Everybody just looks at him and they don't even care about me, which is fine. But they seem to remember him more than they remember me. Uh, do you do you have that where yes. you remember the dog more? Yes. Why do you think that is? I don't know. So now, first of all, some of them have quite unusual names, so you That's do remember true. that. But I always call them like Jimmy's parents. Right. <laughs> and even at home, we refer to because my family knows a lot of the dogs that are raised, the dogs that come in, and I'll say, you know, you know, Jimmy and his parents. Yeah. Right. So yes, it's the dog. We remember the dog's name. You said then, that uh, you yeah. said that uh, dogs. You 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 have some dogs that have some unusual names. What are some of them? Do you remember any names that are really really unusual for dogs? Um, I guess like yeah, there are some different ones. I just can't think at the moment. But it is fun when you do birthday cakes for people names too, like Happy Bark Day to Bruce, right? Or Joey, right? Or Lil Lily, or you know just. People names are more and more popular now. For dogs. Yes, for the dogs, yes. Yeah. Like Jimmy. There's a couple right. of Jimmies that come in and wow. Rocky. There's a few Rockies, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 different, right? Because you it's like uh I guess a few years ago dogs were just named they had like ten names. Pretty much you could guess which Yes, that's right, you could, yeah. Sure. But now uh there's all kinds of uh I guess people are getting more creative in a way, right? And they want to be more unique. Very much, yeah. Sometimes there are different languages, and then people explain to me what it means in their language, and, it, and it's lovely. They put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Have you ever had a dog named Dog? No. No, because I saw that once, <laughs> and the dog was named Dog, and I was yeah. like, I don't know if that's original <laughs> or lazy or both. It could be both, mm -hmm. but uh, I just thought, okay, well, that's... Okay, I guess. Like, it would be weird if you met a human and they said, hey, I'm human. Yeah. And you're like, yes, I know. <laughs> you know, and you'd be like, well, how do you know that? Well, um, because you are. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it's great uh, that, that you do this and, and you've been doing it for so long. And it's interesting that you're seeing that change happen now. But, you know, sort of like your business model has to change the way you do things change. But... The dogs never change, right? The dogs are, are, are pretty much, you can, they're pretty steady in a way, right? Yeah. Their behavior, at least, you can kind of sense. Do you have that sense of, like, you can see a dog and you can you tell if a dog is well-behaved or if it's going to be aggressive? Do you have that sense already? Or have you, have you developed that over time? Or have you always had that? Or? Um, I don't think so. No? <laughs> you use, you use like, all the dogs. Because I think a lot of... Owners are surprised when they come into my little shop mm -hmm. that their dogs are so well-behaved when there's such amount of smell in there, smell of other dogs, smell of the baking, um, and the little table's right there, and the dogs are so well-behaved. And I think it's a lot because it's such a different environment. I've got dog bowls out there for them to eat, and and they are, they're just thinking, what's up here? What's going on? Yeah, and good. And so they don't move. <laughs> because usually the food is kept away from dogs, That's right? right. So and here it's like, it's right there. It's you know? Yeah, it's like, what kind of trap is this? And my, their owners are saying, I'm weird. They're, it's not. He's not jumping into the bowls and taking stuff. He's just looking around going, what's going on? I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's something similar. You know when kids... Uh, go to a toy store 
Right. And they walk in and they see hundreds of toys and they're amazed. I wonder if it's something like that where the dog is like... Being overwhelmed. Being overwhelmed yes, by all the taste right. and smell. And also, I would imagine, because dogs are very intuitive, I wonder if it's a lot to do with the energy of the place that you work at. It makes them feel, so it makes them feel maybe calm. Maybe, yeah. You know, maybe that's part of it. I've had a few that didn't want to leave. They just laid down. And their owners are trying to drag them out the door. <laughs> I can relate to that. If I go into a bakery, I don't want to leave. Yeah, I'm like, I'll, I'll sleep right here I'll beside these here. delicious <laughs> things. It's great. I'll use them as pillows. Whatever. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, let's take a little break. And then when we come back, we'll keep on chatting. Because Ed just pointed at me. I believe one of our drinks is here. Because you're not drinking anything. You know, you don't want a coffee or anything? No. You don't drink coffee? I do. I just yeah? have the one in the morning. I'm good. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're, yes. a, you're a morning coffee person. Yes. Yeah? That morning coffee is important. It is. It is. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. All right, well, let's take a little break, and then when we come back, you and I will keep on chatting. You're listening to the Coffee Matter Podcast. Don't you dare go anywhere. You say that you're leaving. Well, that comes out. No surprise Still I kind of got this feeling Of being left behind If this ain't nothing new Just like going home And it's kind of like those sunsets That leave you feeling so stoned
listening to coffee matter the podcast all right friends welcome back to the coffee matter podcast thank you for listening hopefully you're enjoying the episode so rachel you've been doing this for 15 years what got you into this how come dogs and how come treats for dogs and how come really delicious looking treats for dogs how, how did this this combination come about well we found out that our dog when we had him for a couple of months, all his itching, and we wondered what was wrong with him, and uh, discovered people had said, well, maybe he has a weed allergy. So we decided to take the weed out of his diet, and I was giving him liver treats all the time, and then I thought, well, he can't really just have liver every day. So I uh, started making the peanut butter treats, and from there worked into the five that I have now, five different flavors, and um, changed his food so that he was not having any weakness food. He was having salmon and sweet potato, which was kind of a nice meal. And um, started selling them at the Gulf Market just for fun, because I was uh, working in the high schools then. I used to work as a teaching assistant. And when I was at the market, I guess people started going to Ryan's Pet Food and saying, can you bring these treats that this lady's selling at the market? Can you bring them into your store? And uh, so they called me and Next thing you know, I was looking for bags to put my treats in and uh, gave them a shelf life then of six months. So we had to wait six months to get them in the stores. And then from there, Ryan's Global Pet Foods. And then it was Global Foods, Global Pet Foods. And we're still selling to Global Pet Foods and Pet Value. And, and I eventually had to leave my job at the school because I was too busy baking. <laughs> what's the what's the attraction of having a store here in in St. Jacobs out of all places? It's great because I get people from all over Canada, U.S. Not so much now. Um, it's a little different right now, but um, yeah, we get people from all over the world, and people can order online and get them delivered. I've sent orders out to England, Ireland. Really? It's, yes, it's amazing because people come in and they say, "My dog won't eat anything." And for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the limited ingredients, they can taste that it's limited, and that's the difference. Not every dog is going to eat everything. the cookies, but a great success for people that have come in and said, no, my dog doesn't like treats. I said, well, here, take the little five flavors, bring them home, see. And yeah, a lot of times I win them over. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's such, a, it's such an important thing because obviously health, our health and, and your pet's health is, is becoming sort of more relevant now 
than it ever has been, right? And people are more educated into what's good and what's not good. And uh, obviously, we all are pretty much aware that food is full of chemicals and full of garbage that is making us sick. Uh, so that translates into dogs. And, um, and dogs, are all breeds very sensitive or are some more than others? Or is it just... It seems to be right across the board. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Do you think that that is a man-made thing that has happened over time, or is that something that dogs sort of came with, if you will, a long time ago? I think it's the same as us with allergies, right? I don't blame it on the food. I don't think there's anything wrong with wheat, potatoes, corn, all this, but it's what we're using to grow it with. That's just my thoughts on the subject. I have no idea, really, but... Yeah, people are becoming more aware, and they're looking for other alternatives, right? They're looking for alternatives. Well, a, a, a lot of the food, especially stuff that you get in big bags, mm -hmm. it's not really, it's not really healthy. When you when you start looking at how they cook it and and how they they process and and they, um, you know, I was I was reading about a, a particular brand that sold, you know, like whatever, like dog food, you know, whatever it would be, like little, I guess, little kibbles or whatever right, they're called. Yeah, The coating of that was uh, coated with a chemical that made the dog sort of like a drug where you eat it and it makes you want to have more. Wow. And it was the coating of it because if they didn't have that in their own research, the dogs wouldn't eat it because they were using sort of like the dust of food, if you will, like the worst of the, you know, whatever they had left of whatever chicken or whatever it was the you know the bottom of the barrel if you will and the dogs wouldn't eat it so this company discovered that with this liquid they could put it on top it would make the dogs think that this was tasting better but they're not really eating the inside of it they're eating it for that coating of each little pebble and then the dogs crave more uh, so it becomes sort of uh, the, the dogs become in a way addicted to it that's right wow. so that's how They want to, you know, so then you see in these commercials where they put a dog and then the dog is like, oh, man, I love this food. It's not necessarily the food. It's the chemicals that make the dog like the food. And I thought, wow, that's, uh, I wish more people knew about it because I think a lot of people still don't know about it. And they could, their, their dogs could be so much healthier uh, in the long run if you were to able to feed them food that wasn't so chemically processed. People are starting to read labels. I know I had one lady one day, and she said, no, I always buy my dog these great big bags, and it says, good and healthy dog treats. I said, but did you turn it around and read those, labels, those ingredients? And uh, she said, no, they say they're good and healthy. Mm -hmm. She was sold. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's part of the problem is that I think a lot of people are easily sold. Mm -hmm. um, if you have a nice package with nice letters and you say nice words and you have nice music in the background... People seem to believe what's being fed to them by, you know, uh, I know that, you know, uh, companies, any kind of company will kind of hire companies that can target what kind of advertising they're looking for. And they, they eat, people eat the stuff up. You know, you see a dog in the field running around and they give you this pretty sort of imagery and people fall for that. But in reality, it just doesn't take that long to do a bit of research and to find out exactly what's on your food. And I think if you were to... Just to ask yourself, would you eat that? Yeah. Would you eat that chemical? You know, there was a, re uh, a few years ago, there was um, a subway, I guess, they found a chemical 
that they put in their bread to make it the way it was. But the same chemical, it is, is the same chemical used for yoga mats to keep them together so they, don't, oh so they don't disintegrate. So you're eating a chemical that's some kind of glue that was used on yoga mats, but they're putting it on, they were putting it on their bread. And I think if people read labels and found out about dog food and, and you were to challenge them and say, well, you eat this, the majority would be like, ah, maybe not, <laughs> maybe not. It makes you wonder, though, how this is even allowed. Yeah, well, I think it's pretty easy. I think that, you know, people get, people who make laws, politicians get bought by people, lobbyists who have lots of money and to pass whatever. And as right. long as they make their money, they don't Just care about their, go. yeah, and it's, it is scary, but yeah. uh, it does you see, like you, you see a, a rise in in number of, of of dogs that are sick with the same thing. It makes you wonder why are they all have the same illnesses? They cannot all be the same, mm-hmm. right? So it makes you wonder. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a little break, and then when we come back, we'll keep on chatting. You're listening to the Coffee Matter podcast. Don't you dare go anywhere. With the floor lovers in a room without a view Fighting off the chores in life that had all else consumed And living lost without a cause, this was the life we knew And here we go, could we have known how to move on These days I can't seem to find a way to get you off my mind You know I tried to shake it, you know I tried to make it
Coffee, Coffee Matter, Matter, Matter Podcast. Alright friends, welcome back to the Coffee Matter Podcast. Speaking with Rachel, so we're talking dogs, we're talking treats, we're talking bad, bad food. Uh, we were just saying uh, about, about the commercials, how these companies make the food seem like it's the best things for dogs, but we're discovering that they're not. If you were to tell somebody uh, that's thinking about getting a dog, and they're like, I'm thinking about getting a dog, I got everything, you know, my house is set up, everything is good and you're a good, per, uh, a good dog person, and they asked you about food, what would your suggestion be? If I came up to you and said, what should I, what would you suggest I feed my dog? Would it be raw food? What, what, what would it be? Um, I think there's a big choice there between raw and kibble. There's good kibble, there's all natural kibble, human grade kibble, and then there's raw. And I don't think one is better than the other in my experience, mm -hmm. but everybody has their opinion on that. So. I don't know if we want to go down that road, but uh, oh. know, a lot of people are really into raw, and some people say no, it doesn't work for them, and that's great. But there are good kibble out there and really bad kibble. And so you kind of have to look for more natural products, and that's, that's what right. you're saying, that's regardless right. of the choice that you human grade, and there are a few out there that are human grade and made in human grade facilities, which is great. Yeah, yeah I was reading something about the, some of the raw food that they make where they make a batch of food and then... They stop all the machineries, and then it gets cleaned again, wow. and then another batch gets made. Um, and I'm like, wow, that's. I wish they did that for human food. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be I think they're supposed to. <laughs> I think they're supposed to, but sometimes uh, they don't, and uh, you know, we end up with uh, that's cross contamination. Yeah, we end up with all kinds of stuff: salmonella and onions, or whatever. I know what happened to the onions. Yeah, well, it just makes you wonder, like, how will do some of these things get the way they do? That's right. Right, it makes you wonder what is the process that goes on with food that makes it get certain things that shouldn't even be <laughs> there, right? But they, be they, happening. That's right. yeah, and it, and it also makes you wonder how much of the food that we consume in general is like that, whereas maybe we shouldn't really be eating it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I think for dogs, it's the same. As far as uh, if you were to tell somebody, a newbie, if you will, a new, a new dog owner. The importance of uh, walking your dog. How important is that for a dog? Very important. Yeah. Getting exercise, just like you, me, the kids, everybody. Yes. A lot of people don't realize that if a dog gets exercise uh, the right amount, because obviously depending on the size of the dog and depending on the breed, right? Mm -hmm. Some dogs require more exercise than others. Sure. Um, it really does improve their behavior. The two things are sort of attached together, right? Because a lot of the times, people are not aware that a dog might not be behaving as well as they they can because they have all this energy and they don't know how to burn it. That's right, yeah. So walks are probably super important. As and part. Other, the other part of walks is the socialization. They meet other people, they see other people. Dogs that aren't socialized, it's not a, not a wonderful life for them, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. And neither for the owners, so... And it can become a bit dangerous, right? Because dogs can be, if they're not used to being around the dogs, they can become violent and things like that. Yeah, I don't think they're happy dogs. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. And so walk your dog. They don't get out and about and they don't go for walks. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, it is their it's nature. Not the life staying at home. We all hated it through, uh, yeah. through our stay at home I, yeah. session. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And just I, some dogs are doing that for their whole life. That's pretty sad. Yeah, it is pretty yeah. sad. And uh, have you seen a bigger change now with places that rescue dogs because I feel like as the time moves on you hear more about 
rescue dogs and people wanting to adopt rescue dogs over dogs that are not rescued. Have you seen that change over the time, or, or, or has it always been steady, you think? I guess it just seems like there's more and more rescue organizations. I know I had uh, two ladies in today in the store, and um, you know one was a Chihuahua rescue and from here. Then I had another couple that they're still waiting to get their dog from the U.S., and it's going through a lot of red tape right now. But there are so many rescue operations, and people want to rescue them. I think that's what it's come down to, yeah. Because we hear about all the sad stories mm-hmm. of the dogs that didn't get rescued. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, coming from Latin America where the dogs are, you know, it's a very different approach to, to animals. A lot of people see the dogs. They, they, they like dogs, but, for example, the dog would never come in the house. The dog is just for the, you know, stays outside forever. And there's a lot of street dogs mm-hmm. where they just hang out as a group, the dogs. That's, that's <laughs> what they do. Mm-hmm. And sort of keep each other safe. Mm-hmm. And that's how they survive the streets, right? And coming to uh, a place like Canada, it's really interesting to see the, the different dynamic. And I have had family who come here and they sort of get blown away at how the animals get treated here. Not in a bad way, they just think mm-hmm. that it's, they never really had experienced that. Right. And it, it's interesting the, the, the changes from different parts of the world and how a dog gets treated. I think we've changed a bit in Canada, though, too. I know when I grew up, our dog was outside, chained. I don't remember big bags of dog food around. I think we just gave them scraps from the table. You know, that was back in the 50s. That was the norm. (laughs) That was the norm. So the dogs have, people have changed how they're raising their children, raising their dogs, if you want to call it raising. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they become more of a a family than just a pet. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, for sure. But we still didn't have... Get dog gangs like you're talking, run <laughs> yeah. around together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might have a few of those now. I think there's a few. Um, they're saying cross with coyotes and oh, dog really? groups that are out in the parks. And I think Guelph Lake. They people talk about there's some dog gangs and wow. stuff like that. Yes, because some people let their dogs go and then they breed with the coyotes and wow, and it's, yeah, just. Going all crazy. <laughs> Everybody's fair game now. <laughs> Maybe we'll see cat dogs. I mean, you never know. Horse dogs. Horse dogs or, or dog cat. I mean, you, you never know. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I guess that's part of evolution, right? We, we change and, and we progress as humans and um, there's always going to be changes, right, uh, over time. But it's interesting that you were saying at the beginning how there's new breeds now. Yeah, it's a lot of different crosses. Comical ones, too. I would imagine, right? Yes, I can't think of a moment, but yes. Yeah, just a lot that I've never heard of, and it's like, really? They mix that together. Yeah, and cute as a button. (laughs) Right. It worked out. (laughs) Thank goodness. It worked out. For the dog. Awesome. Well, um, I know that you've been really busy, so let's get to the uh, let's get to uh, Drew's music, and then when we come back, we'll wrap things up again, my friends. The music today provided by Drew Chester. If you like his music, go check him out. He's on social media. He's a local musician. Give him some love. Give him some support, and uh, check out his YouTube channel. You can find uh, all of his music there, and also on Spotify and everywhere you can find music. You'll find his music there. So let's get to the music. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. You're listening to the Coffee Matter Podcast. Don't you dare go anywhere.
You are listening to the Coffee Matter Podcast. All right, friends, welcome back to the Coffee Matter Podcast. Wrapping things up here with Rochelle. So, Rochelle, when we were uh, setting up this interview, you were saying you were really, really busy. Is it because, is it, a, is it a thing where the demand is too high or are you looking for more people to work at your place or, or is it a combination of things? What, uh, what, has been the, what has been keeping you busy? It seems like everyone's shopping local more and more and more, <laughs> Yeah, which is wonderful. You for know, sure. The, the support in the village has been great, yes. And um, we had quite a few people from, all from Ontario. But today was just one of the busier Thursdays that I've had in a very long time, and it's great. Yeah, a lot of people in the village today. Yeah, even so here a lot when of I when I village. when I got here to uh, to do the interview with you, Ed, who's the owner, was really busy with clients. He's oh, I was gonna set you up, but uh, we've been too busy, so like, we're kind of set up here in this room, and I set myself up. But uh, I've been noticing, yeah, it's been really really busy. I wonder if it has something to do with the weather not being too too hot. That's right. That's people right. are like, oh, let's go out and... It's the perfect temperature. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah, summer day. Beautiful, and, beautiful. and you know what? If uh, people are listening to this in the future and uh, it's cold, it's, it's sad. It's sad when, when it's cold and you, you have this amazing, amazing day. Are you more of a summer person or a winter person? Yes, definitely. You're Spring more... and summer, yes. Spring and yes. summer, eh? Yeah, me too. I, I, I love those, uh, those times. Do you like to travel? Yes. Yeah? Yes, I like Do you like to travel in, the, in our winter here then? Yes, we've done a bit of travel in the winter. Yeah. And the fall, too. Yeah, we just went to Portugal last year. Oh, nice. Yes, glad we went before all this happened. Yeah. Yeah, and I wonder how long it's going to be before that side of... Before we can travel again. Right? Like, because, yeah. I mean, I guess you can, but you don't want to travel and then be like, okay, cool, I'm here now, i got to stay in this room for two weeks and then i got to go home. <laughs> yeah, you kind of need a month vacation. You need a longer vacation. more, right? Yeah, you need a longer vacation. That is yeah. the key. That, I think that's what we have to do is to convince people that we need longer vacations because for two weeks we have to be quarantined anyway. <laughs> yes, I know. So the next three weeks you can, you can explore, uh, explore the world. Does it surprise you that people from around the world sort of contact you to give you like for for you to mail them their, your treats and the food that you make? It's, yeah, it's a surprise when you get their orders, but kind of getting used to it now. And yeah. It's, it's great. I actually sold to one of the stores in the States for a while. They were ordering. She said she couldn't find all the little things, and little bakery case stuff that we make. And uh, I said, really? There's nothing near you? Um, they had a lovely little spa with a swimming pool for the dogs, and then they had their little fancy shop, so they wanted fancy treats. So... Uh, that's crazy. Anyways, that, yeah, that, that's so awesome, dog. though. That's yeah. so awesome that you take your dog. It's like dog is going to wear a spa and, oh, and yeah. gets the fancy treats and stuff like that. And and you like you were saying, that's a sort of the evolution of how we have seen how we treat our pets, right? Where we treat them as almost people in a way, right? They get special treatment for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whereas I, before it wasn't quite as common. No, it's like, well, I'm I'm done eating this piece of chicken. Here you can <laughs> <laughs> you can have that dog. <laughs> But now, like now, they get their own their own thing, and uh, and their lives are short. So I think it's great. And one of the things that I've noticed over time that that's sort of new is that a lot of businesses, not a lot, but you know, a significant number of businesses allow you to bring dogs into the business. Before that was that was not a thing that you could do. That's right. But now you can. Uh, it was much more European. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can bring your dog. I know that here at Eco Cafe on the outside they have a thing with fresh water and different bowls, different sizes. Mm -hmm. And they used to have, I think there you could come and get a, a treat for your dog and you could bring your dog in. And I thought that was, that's really unique yeah. because uh, before you weren't, like that was not a thing that, no. I don't think it even crosses people's mind. 
But now people are, you know, excited to come to the village with their dogs. And some people have come in and said, I've never seen so many dogs in the village. Mm-hmm. But we are very dog-friendly here. And I have a list in the store, and I post it on Instagram and Facebook and all the social media. There's 22 places to visit in the village of St. Jacob's, and we're only one street here. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's good. That's good because yeah. you don't have to do a lot of walking, and you can visit all kinds of places. Yeah, people love to see your dogs. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, of social media, um, if people that are listening to this conversation they want to check out your store, they maybe want to come visit you, or they want to follow you on social media, how do they do that? Like, where, where can they find you? Well, I'm on Instagram, um, Twitter, and Facebook, and I have a website, spoilthedogbakery.com. Yeah, and we're all, it's all under Spoil the Dog Bakery, so find me on, try and post as often as I can, anything new in the store, or things that are going on in the village. Yeah, and, and I think that if you, if people out there browse your Instagram account, you'll see lots of pictures of some super nice looking dogs. I know, there. the beautiful dogs that come in. Yeah. I don't have a chance to take photos of all of them. Right. Of course, but we do our best. Yeah. <laughs> and... That's got to be such a cool feeling because, you know, obviously you're a human being, so sometimes you're not going to be feeling the best. Sometimes you're going to be having a bad day. Sometimes, you know, that just the, the stress happens. But it's got to be so nice when you're working and whatever things are going on and you're stressed. And then you see a nice looking dog and it's got to be like the best feeling because it automatically cheers you up. That's right. It's like having babies around you. People work with babies, right? Right. They just automatically cheer you up. Yeah. No, there's never a day I think, oh, God, I don't want to go to work. You know, I'm mm-hmm. pretty lucky. So people can come, to, people who come to the village, they, they, they can they just go visit your store and they, they can expect just a store full of treats for dogs and uh, they can come check it out. You let them taste it and that way you can pretty easily tell which one the dog goes That's for. Right, the favorite, do the taste test. We also have locally made bandanas, tuxedos, all things that are made in the area by um, from Waterloo, Presla, so a lot of other little doggy gift things to pick up too for a friend. Or, yeah, and that's a, yeah. That, that's a good thing because if you want to, you know, like, like you said, you ring it for a friend or... Also, I always think is that if you have a dog that doesn't like you, you just yes. go pick up some treats and <laughs> then start right. giving them treats and the dog will be like, hey, hey, hey what's up? We're friends now. Yeah, that works well. Right? That works well. It's a, you know, it's a little inside scoop yeah. there as to how to win a dog over that doesn't really like you. Because, you know, sometimes dogs are like, yeah, I don't like you. But then you give them treats and then they like you. That's dogs right. are simple. They're I'm simple. So we, we, dogs and I can relate all the time. Well, Rafael, I want to say thank you for your time because I know that you're really, really busy and um, it's, it's, uh, I appreciate time because um, I believe that time is uh, what is the most valuable with it humans, is, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, it's nice to be able to sort of uh, spend the time with, with people that you want to spend it with and, and, and there is no price on time and, and, and time is so so valuable to all of us regardless of what you do and, and so I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day uh, hanging out with cool dogs to come hang out with me. I mean, that's, I'm sorry. I was gonna bring my dog, so it would kind of, you know, it would kind of be, it would kind of be uh, a, a better experience for you. But uh, thank you anyway for doing this, and uh, I look forward to coming to visit you with my dog at some yes, point. Yes, please do. And, and thank you to you and Ed for inviting me to come and for sure. talk with you today. It's and before great. before you leave, let the people know on the other side of the speakers there your hours. If they want to come visit you, at what time are you open? We're closed on Mondays right now. We used to be open on Mondays, but COVID hours are a little different. Um, so Tuesday to Friday, it's 10, 11 to 5, and 
Saturday, 10 to 5, and Sundays, 11 to 4. Okay. So we're there. So come early. For sure. Come hang out. Bring your dog. It's a, if you haven't been here to St. Jacob's, my friends, come hang out. Bring your dog. You can come here to Eco Cafe, order a coffee. You can go across the street and, and get a, a, a beverage of, uh, of your choice. Or you can go get a treat for your dogs. There's beautiful places to walk. The trails right. of the There's dog. nice trails here, too. Yeah, yeah. so it's the really Different dope. shops to go in and out with the dog. Mm-hmm. Get some air conditioning. Come back out. Yeah. Keep, them, keep your dog cool. And keep yourself cool as well. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for 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 doing this, and uh, and uh, I appreciate I appreciate your time, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. It's been an absolute blast, and hopefully you continue to support the podcast. Thank you for doing so, and uh, my friends, take care of each other. Be good. Be kind. And until next time, we'll see each other again.